Hey friends, welcome to the Made to Pray podcast, where we believe you and I were made to pray. Hey friends, welcome back to the Made to Pray podcast. I am your co-host, Carolee. And I'm Lori. And we're happy to have you back. We hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. We hope you listened last week to um, the, the episode about forgiveness. Um, I don't know if it felt as timely for you as it did for us. We were, I was sharing with Lori last week that um, we we had just kind of prayed through that and recorded the podcast. And then I found out that um, a couple of different pastors or ministers that I listened to had, had picked up and preached a message on forgiveness over the weekend. And I was like, thank you, Lord, for confirmation. Mm-hmm. I think this is a topic that is always timely and needed because we're all human and have flesh and get hurt and, you know, have offenses and all of that. But um, so today I just, I realized as I was listening back to last week's episode, um, we talked about going over some scriptures, but we didn't really go over a whole lot of scriptures. And so I just wanted to read through a couple of scriptures and kind of press in a little bit more on forgiveness. Um, And I wanted to, reiterate maybe that I was just having a couple of different conversations over this past week with different friends and family about forgiveness and about um, how it is a decision. It's not an emotion. And so often the enemy will come and say, but did you really forgive them? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you still remember, you still feel that sting of what happened. You still, that's not forgiveness, but forgiveness is a choice. It's a decision that we make. It's an agreement that we come into with the Lord, who is our example, who forgave us while we were yet sinners. Mm-hmm. And we just need to remind the devil that no, it's not an emotion. It's a choice. And I did forgive them and I do release them. And again, the re- the biggest reminder is even if you're holding an offense and you don't want to forgive somebody, the biggest, strongest, truest message I could tell you is that forgiveness is more for you than it is for them because it releases us um, and tears down that wall that we have between us and the Lord when we have unforgiveness. Yeah, that's really good. I think unforgiveness is a topic that is ongoing. Yeah. But I think to encourage us to, like, it's a process. And some things that you are choosing to forgive, that everything within you doesn't want to forgive. And wants revenge on that person. Or, you know, you want that person to hurt like you hurt because of their pain that they've caused you or when you see them and all of the emotion just instantly infiltrates into your heart and you're like, I didn't forgive. Right. But that's not true. You know, I think to remind ourselves that we forgive. And I think a picture is, you know, like as a parent, if there's hard days or whatever, and your kid is not doing everything that's lovely, (laughs) right? you still love them. Yeah. You know, you still choose or, you know, your spouse or their struggles and love is a choice. I mean, forgiveness 
is a choice Mm -hmm. and that whenever you say, Lord, I am, I am choosing to forgive whether I feel any different emotion, but I think to encourage people too, that if you forgive something and you have to set a boundary, yeah, do not let judgment or condemnation come into your, to your heart or someone to say, well, if you're a Christian, you wouldn't act like that. Or if you're a Christian, no, because when somebody has to forgive something that is hard or heart, you might need some time. Yeah. And separation or a process to heal. And, you know, I can think of some major times in my life that I had to forgive some really hard things. And I didn't know how I was going to forgive. But I think that when God knows your heart and you honestly seek him to help you forgive something, he'll give you a grace yeah. and he'll give you a separation. Maybe if that's what you need for some healing, right? he'll let you vent. And I encourage that. Like yeah. if you need to get alone in a room with God and say all of the things that trying to forgive this person or situation causes you, he's big enough to handle it. Oh, definitely. And that in that you'll find healing, but I think that just to be encouraged that sometimes forgiveness is almost like grief. You will have it in stages and certain things will trigger a response or you'll think you forgave in that. And then something happens and you have a response and you're like, man, I wish I wouldn't have felt that, but there's a process and healing is a process sometimes and that you'll be better for it when you when you allow the Holy Spirit to help you through the process. Yeah. And then there'll come a time. I really believe that where you'll be in a situation and you'll be like, Oh my goodness, I didn't feel any of those emotions or thank you, Lord. I had so much peace and I never thought that I could be in this situation or with that person and not have a trigger or not, you know, and that's when you begin to know the place of healing. Yeah. But there's processes to it. And that reminding yourself that it's a choice. And when you choose that, God honors that and he'll help you through it. And he knows our humanness because he wasn't always, you know, tested in those places that he, um, and this is just kind of a side note, but I was thinking about this yesterday regarding a different circumstance, but, you know, we are made of spirit, soul, and body, and our soul is connected to our mind, our will, and emotion. And what it reminded me of is that God created us with emotion, right? Like, so to be happy or sad or, you know, like he created that in us. So he knows that when we go through things, there will be trigger of emotion and that it's okay to have those. If you're having to go through a process of forgiveness or dealing with something that you never saw coming or that process. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I think um, it's. I think that the enemy is really good at his job, <laughs> and he can he can cause you to pick at old wounds. He can cause you to feel an emotion um, and try to get you to come into agreement with him. Um, and I was one of the friends I was talking about forgiveness issues with. It was just like you know one of the most powerful tools. Well, two things that I have actually put into practice in doing the work of forgiveness in different circumstances. 
Um, one is <clears throat> I've literally prayed and asked the Lord to help me forget conversations, mm. um, conversations that were hurtful, that were, you know, spiteful, that were definitely motivated by the enemy. Um, things that I said and things that somebody else said, Lord, wipe those out from our memory, like just cover that. Don't let it take root help me not remember. Um, and that might sound crazy, but like, I don't need, I don't need me or the enemy to have that ammunition to cause unforgiveness to still be a problem. So like, I would rather just not remember. And I can tell you, I prayed that. I think I probably shared last week. I prayed that for a specific instance. And like literally the next day I could still feel the hurt from the conversation, but I could not for the life of me pull out any single sentence that was said. And, and it, it, I just remembered it was awful, <laughs> but I couldn't remember what it was. And that was totally grace because I would have fed on that over and over and over and the enemy would have loved it. Right. Because the enemy's job is to cause division and forgiveness is a step towards unity. Now in our mind, we think, well, if we've really forgiven them, there'll be reconciliation. And that's the ultimate goal, but that doesn't always happen. So I don't think that we need to hold like that. Yes, if you can reconcile and still have healthy boundaries and to still and and to still walk in forgiveness, then that can that should be the goal. But the reality is there are some things that some people that you need to forgive, but it's going to be easier if they're not in your life, whether it's for a season or from now on. Um, so grace for those situations, because that's, that's a real thing too. Like we're not saying, um, forgiveness means that you're, you know, hanging out with them every week. Like that's not necessarily the end goal, even for the Lord, you know, in that relationship. But, um, so asking for, for God to just erase that memory, but also whenever the enemy stirs it up or like, brings that old sting from that old offense. I just pray blessings over that person. Mm -hmm. Just bless them. Lord, I bless them. I forgive them. I release them from that. And I just pray blessings over them any way I could think in the moment. Um, the enemy doesn't like that. <laughs> he really doesn't like that. And that just really helps me get the heart of God for that person because God's heart is always to bless. Um, he's already done the work of forgiveness. So he is our example in that. So I just encourage you, if there is somebody that you're struggling to forgive, pray those two things. Ask God to take away those those comments, those um, conversations, those those things that make it hard for you to let go and ask him to bless them. I know it's hard, but it's so powerful. We forget that forgiveness is for us and it's brings us closer to the Lord. And it's a powerful, powerful tool that we have at our, you know, that we're, we're told to forgive one another, you know? Um, and so I think that that's really important to practice that. Um, one of the scriptures that stood out to me just in this last week was I was praying over scriptures um, is in Proverbs 19 verse 11 in the voice it says a person with discretion is not easily angered he gains respect by overlooking an offense and i think that's so powerful um and it reminded me of a book which i don't think we really talked much about books last pot last episode but um one of the best books i don't i mean i think it's it's been a while since i've read it i'm sure it talks 
about forgiveness, but it's called Unoffendable by Brant Hansen, I think is his name. It's, I mean, I recommend that book to everybody. I think everybody should read it. It's so good. It's, it's basically about how to not take offense. And I mean, if you have a forgiveness issue, you, you've been offended. Like that's part of what comes. And it's not saying that people don't do things that are offensive or that need forgiveness, but living a lifestyle where you can just let things go before it turns into forgiveness and bitterness, unforgiveness and bitterness um, is, is a higher way of living and a better way of living. So I, I just wanted to reference that as I read through that scripture, it made me remember that book. And I wanted to make sure that I gave that title to you guys, but, um, you know, Matthew 4 or Matthew 16, verse 14 says, if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Um, forgiveness is a big issue to God. Like it's important. And he, he has done the work so that we are all forgiven. Um, and we need to follow his example and, and be able to have grace and forgiveness for others. And it's easy to do for people who aren't close to you. It's those wounds that are close, right. That are harder. It seems like to forgive. Um, and yet he forgave Judas before Judas even did what he was going to go do. Um, you know, so we can't do it in our own flesh, but we are, we are created in his image and he lives inside of us and he gives us the power and the ability to do it. There are so many <laughs> scriptures on um, forgiveness, but you know, this one too is in Ephesians 4. It says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. And one thing I think about is reminding ourselves that, you know, when we can look at it through lenses of God forgives us for things that we do, then we can choose to release and forgive somebody else. Um, and I think there's that picture of, you know, God just reminding us of his, of his um, forgiveness to us. But even in Mark 11, 24, it says, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. And one thing that um, I have been asking the Lord, you know, Lord, forgive me of my sins known or unknown and the things that are unknown to me that I could be harboring or carrying, you know, bring them to the, my mind so that I can lay them at the foot of the cross, you know, that I can, are there things that I haven't forgiven that are attached to something else that I don't even know? Right. You know, because sometimes we just bury things or sometimes we stuff things and we don't even realize that this wound or this behavior is attached to something that I didn't let go of or something that I protected myself from. Um, but I think that they can all stem from maybe a, a, a situation or a place where you're just like, wow, I didn't, I didn't forgive um, or I didn't lay that down. And so just knowing that when we stand before the Lord and say, you know, Lord, the other scripture, uh, I don't know the address of it right now, creating me a clean heart, oh God, mm -hmm. um, and renew a right spirit within me, you know, cast me not away. What's oh, this Psalms 51? Creating me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. 
So I think that that is a place too when we ask the the Lord created me a clean heart, God, anything that is in me that is standing in the way of me being close to you or being able to be in your presence, you know, clean my heart from it. And Lord, if it's a tie to unforgiveness somewhere, because let's be honest, it is so easy, even in our time and our season right now to be, have issues or to be offended or because of the difficulty to have authentic connections and relationships, there's, it's, it's just, there's, it's, seems like the enemy's tactic right now is to cause these issues that separate us from each other. And in honesty, we need each other. So, um, just ask, you know, being mindful in our heart, Lord, is there anything standing between me and you? Yeah. And I think that's where starting is God. Is there anything that's standing between me and you? And if there's something that's standing between me and you, reveal it so that I can release it or forgive it or because the bottom line is we don't we don't want to have the hindrance between him and us yeah for that place of relationship and I was saying to Carrie I really believe that God is just trying to draw us to a place strong unto our draw us unto him and in the issue of the heart of like I just want to know you and be known by you. Yeah. And so I think that in the process of that, it's just like when you're dating somebody or you're preparing for a relationship, right? You're trying to bring your very best. You're trying to maybe not compare to a previous relationship. You're trying to know that person. You're trying to look at longevity and objective. And I think it's some, it, I think there's a, a picture of that, that God is trying to draw us into that relationship and saying, is there something standing between us? Is there something, are you comparing me to something else? And, you know, for me personally, I'll just be honest, it's it's fatherlessness, you know, that place of, of not having a connection all my life with Mm -hmm. with the father. And so feeling like you're not measuring up and, you know, like where the Lord is challenging me, I am a good father. And I have to be like, well, I don't really know that I trust that, you know, but it's, or I've been wounded by this place or I tried to let people in, but I'm having to forgive. Right. And not compare going back and saying, Lord, that's what was, but this is where I am. And I, I don't want to carry the same thing. Yeah. I want to be free. I want to forgive. I don't want to compare. I don't want to panic or relate to the same emotion or behavior because I need to move on. I need to move on for generations, you know, right. for what we're trying to pass on to our kids mm-hmm. or our grandkids. It's all interrelated, but I feel like wrapped in this same package is that when we forgive or when we heal, it's all playing into drawing into the new place of relationship with him that I believe that he's calling us to yeah. in this season. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I think really the the timeliness of it, like like we said, it's always time to do the work of forgiveness. Like it's always time to to remind ourselves of the, the importance of it. But I do feel like God is doing a work in this season um, that 
we will benefit. I mean, we always benefit from having a clean slate and not holding an offense and not holding things against our brothers. Like we're called for unity um, and we're called to forgive. And, and it's, we live in a world that's very divided. It's very um, short tempered and easily offended. And we have very little patience with each other. Um, But I, I believe that God is, is doing a work where if we would be willing to lay our offenses down and to get his heart on the matter and to tap into his heart for even the offender, um, that will open our hands to receive. Because when you hold on to unforgiveness and bitterness, your hands are clenched and reaching back to the past. But when you forgive and you let go, your hands are open to receive what God has for you, which is always better than what you had <laughs> clenched in your hands, right? I mean, he he's always calling us up higher. He always has better things for us than what we've settled for or what we've um, had in the past, even the blessings of yesterday. He has better blessings tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, it's to our benefit to hold on to all things loosely, but especially offenses. Um, you know, we're called to die daily. Mm, there's a message we don't really like to talk about, mm-hmm. but we're not really supposed to have these fleshly things rule over us because we're dead <laughs> and he lives. Mm-hmm. And so we live in, a, especially if you're in America, we live in a country that's full of rights and we have rights to feel our emotions and we have, but if we're Christians, we, we really don't, if we've made him the Lord of our life, he gets, he gets the rights. He gets to tell us how to live our life and how he tells us to live our life is to not let unforgiveness take root and to forgive you know, like, what did he tell Peter 70 times seven? Like you, you don't have the right. Um, now, do you have the right to have healthy boundaries to get yourself out of that situation? If need be like all of the stuff we've already discussed. Yes. And amen. You do. However, I think that in this season, it will be to our benefit to have our hands wide open for what he's getting ready to pour out. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think it's so timely right now that if we have any offenses that's holding us and tying us, chaining us to the past, now is the time to bring them to the Lord and to say, I don't want to be chained to this. Mm -hmm. I don't want this to hold me back. If this is a wrong perspective, if this is an offense that I haven't let go of, if this is just the enemy trying to convince me that I didn't do this, I make the decision again today to forgive, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And I choose to forgive and I choose to walk in the way of Jesus. And Lord, help me walk that out, empower me and enable me to make that decision on the daily if need be. But I want to be free from the past Mm -hmm. and from mistakes that I made and mistakes that I'm holding other people accountable for. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, how often do we say unforgiveness puts us in jail? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The the offenders don't even know that they are being, that they are unforgiven because they're unaware, but it holds us prisoner to the past. 
and God has a better way. And I believe that he has a season coming um, soon that will pour out blessings and will bring unity in ways that we can't even hope for at this point, but it's going to require us to let go of whatever's holding us back to the past. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I know that that for some, you've already done the work and that you're yes and amening with me for some, like you were offended today and maybe it wasn't just a friend. Maybe it wasn't just a pastor. Maybe it was, maybe it was your spouse or your kid or your parents. So maybe it was somebody close to you that the sting is fresh. I'm, I don't want to say it doesn't matter because it matters. It matters to God. It matters. But the call is the same. You have to lay it down. Open up those hands. Do not let unforgiveness turn to bitterness because all that does is it jails you in, makes you prisoner, and builds a wall between you and God. And no matter who the offender is, they're not worth it. They're not worth it to put distance between you and the Lord mm -hmm. because his desire is to be as close as your breath mm -hmm. and to be near you. And he's not the one that's moving away, but we have to be willing to open up our hands and let those things go. Mm -hmm. And it is a choice and it's a hard choice sometimes, but it's a choice. And I just don't want us to fall for the lie that it has to look a certain way or we have to feel the release of it. It's not a feeling. The feelings are great when you feel that release and that can come, but it's a choice. And if we want the peace of God, if we want to live according to his word, we will make that hard choice every time. Um, Colossians 3 starting with verse 12. So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, you must also do that. In addition to all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of Christ, to which you were indeed called in one body, rule in your hearts and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. We are called to the perfect bond of unity and forgiveness just gets an unforgiveness just gets in the way of that. Mm -hmm. And so we just wanted to pray. We wanted to encourage you um, to just continue. Like Lori said, press in and seek, seek the Lord on issues that you've been holding on to. Maybe you're not even aware cycles that have repeated that you just like, this is it. I don't want to go around this mountain again, Lord. I choose to forgive and, and really honestly spend some time. Like Lori said, like vent it out, talk it out with him. He can take it and do the work with him. And then once it's done, remind yourself that it's done. <laughs> Come into agreement that it's done. Whether you feel it or not, decide that 
you're going to make that declaration and you're not going to fall for the lies of the enemy that will come in and say, oh, you didn't do it. Remind him that, nope, I did. It's a done deal. Mm -hmm. I forgave. Um, I think there's just so much power in that. And I think we would all be better off in putting that into practice. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to pray. Holy Spirit, we're so grateful for the way you work in and through us. We're so grateful for the blood of Jesus that covers us, that forgives us, that purchased us and paid our ransom. We're so grateful, Jesus, that you are our example and that while we were yet sinners, you forgave us. We just pray that you would empower us and enable us to see the things that are holding us back, that are tied to unforgiveness or bitterness. Lord, in the gentle, loving, kind way that only you can do, bring to surface those things that we need to unclench our fists and lay them at the feet of God. We, we, we prophetically, as an act, we unclench our fists and we lay those heavy burdens and those unforgiveness issues at the feet of the cross and we say thank you Jesus for the way you forgave us and for the way you empower and enable us to forgive others thank you Lord today, God, who's listening, that just as I don't have the capacity or the energy to forgive or to deal with this, I just pray, Holy Spirit, for your grace, for them just to open up their mouth and just to say the thing that they are carrying that they need to forgive. Lord, I pray that the fear of what might come if they try to forgive or what that other person might get away with if they forgive. I just pray, Holy Spirit, that they would be encouraged today that this is between you and them. Yes, Lord. And that you want to bring peace in their mind and you want to bring peace in their heart and you want them to, you want to give them perspective to see it through your eyes. Yes, And so, Lord, I just pray for an encouragement or a strength, God, where the person just feels even muzzled for the ability to speak the words out. Like they run through their mind, but they just like, I can't open my mouth and say that. I I just pray, Holy Spirit, for your grace, Lord, that your words would come to them and they would feel such a healing and a release come when they just say it out loud before you. When they open their mouths, Lord. And I'm just reminded of the prophets and people that I've heard speak about this is the year of the mouth. This Mm -hmm. is about the season of saying saying things Mm -hmm. and declaring things and prophesying. Lord, it's the same with forgiveness. It's the same with healing that we would be able to open our mouths and say the things 
that we need to say to you and forgive the things that we need to forgive. But believing, Holy Spirit, that when we declare these things, God, that you are faithful and that you are desiring to come in and move on these situations and that when we choose to forgive, it doesn't only forget it don't it doesn't only for affect us but it affects the generations to come thank you Jesus. and i'm just reminded in in just sharing here in this moment of prayer that god when i chose to forgive the the issues with my father mm-hmm. the relationship that my daughter has had with him has been amazing to me i would have never believed that me choosing to forgive and in all honesty I chose to forgive because of my mom Mm -hmm. because of my love for her but God in doing so it benefited my whole family and so God I just pray for encouragement that somebody that's needing to forgive they would hear a story of somebody else choosing to forgive and what God did in that moment in that choice to forgive when they didn't feel like it when they didn't want to but they did to hear what God did what the testimony that came forth I pray that you would put people in their paths tangible people to have conversations that when they chose to forgive this is what God did this is the testimony of the choice that I made and I pray Holy Spirit there would be testimony of people choosing to follow you, choosing to seek you, choosing to lay things down, that there would be testimonies of the miraculous and supernatural intervention of things that only you could have done. Yes, Jesus. People that only you could have put in their path, or that the the onlys would come to fruition in this season of life, that it could have only been God. It can only, God could have been the only one that knew this, that saw this, that could do that. We just pray that moments like that will come out of this season of repentance and forgiveness, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. We trust you, God. We trust you with our hearts, Lord. Yes, Jesus. We trust you to be faithful. We trust you to be true. We trust you that when we do what your word says, that you will not fail us. Yes, Father. We trust, we are trusting. And I think of the scripture in Proverbs that says, trust in me with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in mm-hmm. all of your ways acknowledge me and I will direct your path. In our ways to acknowledge you and choose yes, Jesus. to take you at your word, God. We are believing and trusting that you will do what you said. You will help us in ways that your word tells us you will. And we just thank you for that today, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Trust you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we're so grateful for your forgiveness, Lord, that that you're constantly um, on our side and that you see, Lord, that that 
that you see the things that we have to work through to forgive. You see the sins against us. You see the things said, the hurts that we've endured. It's not that you're unaware of it, Lord. It's just that you know that your blood covers. And so, Father, we just pray. Um, we just plead the blood. We just plead the blood. We're so grateful that your blood covers and washes us clean. And we pray the blood of Jesus over those who have offended us and who have hurt us, that your word will wash them clean. Lord, we pray blessings over them. Uh, we ask, Father, that if and where there can be and there should be reconciliation, that you would do a work, Lord God, on both of our hearts, on, on ours and theirs. And there would be a desire for reconciliation and for those who that is really not the healthy choice lord god that you would just give a release from that relationship and that forgiveness would have its work of healing in each of us individually lord we're just so grateful that for us and for them air quotes um your heart is your heart is for us your heart is for the best for us lord and so we just trust you we choose to trust you. We make the decision to trust you. And we make the decision to forgive because we don't want anything standing in between us and you. And so, Lord, we just make that decision and that declaration today that whatever the offense, we choose forgiveness. We choose the way of Jesus. And we say yes and amen to that in Jesus' name. Yes. So we believe that God is doing a work. We know he's doing a work in us. We believe he's doing a work in you. And it is for our good that he wants us to bring these things to him and to finally be free of them because he has something better in store. I believe it with every part of me that we are getting ready to enter a season of um, divine blessing of uh, of just seeing the fruit of our tongue come to be and man that can be scary because we can say things unaware and i think that doing the work of forgiveness reminds us of the power of our tongue and our confession and so um I just bless you as as this this season feels like it's coming to an end and this new season is about to approach. Um, I believe that God is doing a work in us so that we will be positioned mm -hmm. in a way that we will see the fruit of our tongues and it will be good fruit. And so we just need those hands free to receive. Mm -hmm. And so we bless you. We pray you have a great week. We pray that if this stirred things up in you, you won't just move on to the next podcast or your next list of things to do, but you will take time this week to pray over these scriptures, to look up. There are, like Lori said, there are so many scriptures in the Bible about forgiveness because it's a big deal. It's important to him. He knows it's for our benefit and it's it will move us towards unity, which Lord knows we need it in this world right now. And so we encourage you to take the time to press in, pray through it, yes. and get to the other side. Mm -hmm. Victory. Yes. To you in Jesus name. Yes. 
Amen. Have a great week. Be we'll be back. Bye-bye.